Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, my name is Todd Krieger, and what I do is I help couples heal from infidelity and other crises. I also help them rekindle passion. I help individuals heal from trauma, and I help people get out of toxic, non-nurturing relationships into much more nurturing ones. Today, I'm talking to you about people who have sexual trauma. And the name of the video is Relearning Touch seven steps to reassociate touch with love and safety. People that were sexually traumatized as a child, but also as an adult, but even more specifically as a child, has learned to associate touch with feelings of shame, feelings of being out of control, and feelings of, it's scary, it's a threat. And so when they get into the current relationships, that it oftentimes can just trigger these old feelings and it deprives them of healthy sexuality. So, Wendy Maltz, her last name is spelled M-A-L-T-Z, I have to give her credit, came up with most of these steps that will help couples recondition and help the person who's victimized to reassociate touch with feelings of being safe, feelings of being in control, and playfulness and love. Now I'm, t I'm speaking as if the woman was, is the one who was uh, molested or had some sexual trauma and the husband is not, is not a survivor of that. But I've had people in my practice where it's been role reversal. I've had it with straight and I've had it with heterosexual couples. And I've had it when both the husband and the wife well, both partners have been sexually traumatized. But for the basis of this video and speaking clearly, it's going to be the woman that's the victim. So, the first touch exercise that I think is important, and each of these steps will actually build on each other, is where the woman, in this case, puts her head on the chest of the husband in bed, laying in bed. He holds her around the waist to some other comfortable position. And her job is just to feel loved and safe and reassured. There's no agenda for her except for that. There's nothing to do. And this is just the beginning steps. It sounds very elementary, but it's very important, especially when the mindset is just that, to be held and nurtured with nothing to do except to receive. So that's number one. Number two is that the husband and wife will place their palms together. So this is the part one partner and this is the other partners. And they put their palms together. And the person who had the sexual trauma leads in different ways of using the palms. Figure eights, up and down, sideways, diagonally. And they move slowly and they're touching. And the husband in this case is just following along. 
Now this might sound like a corny exercise, but it's actually very powerful in that she's touching and leading. When she was sexually traumatized, she was following, she was adapting. This is her opportunity to lead. The third step is very similar to the second in that it's also about she's taking control and she's leading, but it's with a pencil. And she holds one uh, edge of the pencil and the partner holds the other edge of the pencil and he has to hold it pretty loosely because he's got to follow along and she can do the same thing with the pencil that she did with the palms. But it's giving her a sense of being in control while being in this physical uh, connection with the husband. The fourth one is, I, we just call it uh, writing numbers on the back. You probably did it as a kid, but you would have a bare back or it could be even with it clothes on. And the, uh, the husband writes down different letters, different words, they can make it fun or a private joke between the two. And your job is to guess what your partner is writing. And then you can switch back and do that to him. Uh, again, seems maybe a little corny, but it's very simply powerful in that she's reassociating touch with playfulness. And a person who has been sexually traumatized, that's not what touch was about. So it's a very new experience that both people are willing and consciously doing together. Step five is called sensate focus. I use that with other matters of sexual issues as well, but it's a matter of one person, maybe for five minutes, touch, it could be either person first, actually, can touch the other person, but in non-genital, non-erogenous areas, and then switch off. So it's five minutes giving, five minutes receiving. If, the per if you get aroused, if the partner gets aroused, that's great, it's incidental to what you're dealing with. This is about touching and connecting and just, again, associating touch with feeling close and being safe. And uh, so that's, that's what you do, and you can do that. I, I recommend to do that daily when you hit that level. Okay, so it, it's always up to the person who had the sexual trauma to decide when they're ready to go from step one to two to three to step four, and now step five with the sensate focus. Step six is sensate focus involving genitals. So this is where you get into the erogenous areas, always led by and the pace set by the person who had the sexual trauma. And you just explore and you do it gradually, you kind of just incrementally get there and touch in the uh, more arousing, sensitive areas of the body. And then the seventh is when the sexual, the previously sexually traumatized person feels comfortable enough now, they open it up to other sexual activity, but she is the director. She directs it, she's able to say what, when, where, and how, and this goes on until she feels safe and comfortable, and then of course we want it ultimately to be much more mutual, but we need to follow those steps so that she associates the touch with safety and being in control and love, you know, and ultimately that she has a say-so, which she did not, of course, during the sexual trauma. Now, uh, there are times, like I say, when both people might have been traumatized and then you have to uh, switch off and, and maybe even be a little slower and both people get a chance to initiate as a giver and as a receiver. 
So if you need help with that, this is the kind of thing I do, and you want someone that really knows what they're doing to help you through that, I highly recommend uh, using somebody, especially if you're feeling stuck. These exercises can work with or without a therapist, but it doesn't take the place of a therapist. I also want you to click on the link below, which is five steps to healing from trauma, also will be very, very helpful. So I wish you the best. You deserve to have a healthy adult sexual life, and you can. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show.